let's get to the uh, latest on uh, child care, because uh, licensed child care operators can begin applying for the new Canada-wide Early Learning and Child Care Funding Program as of today. What is the program about? What sort of effect could it have uh, for uh, those with young families? Let's welcome back to the program Morna Ballantyne, Executive Director of Child Care Now, who joins us here on the phone. Morna, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on your show again. All right. Could you uh, maybe detail for us uh, this uh, deal? It was announced earlier this year between the province and the federal government coming into effect uh, today. What exactly is this all about? Well, the Canada-wide early learning and child care system was first announced in the federal government's 2021 budget. Uh, the federal government said that it wanted to work with the provinces and the territories to build an accessible and inclusive and affordable, high-quality system of early le- learning and child care. And then it proceeded to negotiate funding agreements with each of the governments, each provincial and each territorial government. Ontario was the last government to sign an agreement, um, but it was eventually achieved. So 13 agreements were signed in less than 12 months. And that allows for federal money to flow to the province of Ontario to fund some really important changes in, uh, in child care in the province. Specifically, uh, the, the federal funds are going to be used to bring down fees for licensed child care um, by 50% by uh, 2023, 25% retroactive to April of 2022, and eventually down to an average of $10 a day by 2526. And also as part of that agreement, the Ontario government committed to increasing the number of uh, license spaces so that more families have access to what will now be affordable uh, childcare. Okay. Are families, are they going to see an immediate return here, do we think, uh, Morna, that uh, this is going to uh, kick in immediately? Or is this something, as we mentioned today, is just the first day of this uh, funding program. Is this something that uh, families might uh, see, uh, you know, daycare uh, fund relief, if you will, uh, down the road? Well, those families who access licensed child care, whether it's uh, licensed uh, care in a center or licensed home-based care will see uh, a reduction of 25% of their fees by the end of this year. It's, uh, and then they'll see a, a reduction by 50%. Um, so, you know, it's going to take a little while for parents to actually end up with um, the money in their pockets for the fees that they have paid out since April. And that's understandable that it takes a little uh, time for this to to roll out because we're talking about a large number of spaces and we're talking about pretty major change. Uh, but they but parents who have access to licensed childcare and their ch- if their children are between the ages of uh, zero and five and uh, in- including some six year olds who turn six um, before June, we'll see a huge savings uh, very soon. And I think that's important, uh, what you just mentioned there as well, and we should underscore or underline that this is retroactive to the beginning of April, correct? That's right. That's right. It will The 25% will be retroactive. And then, you know, starting on January 1st of 2023, uh, the fees will be cut in half. So there'll be further savings to be had, and then uh, fees will continue to go down until they average $10 a day. All right, but there's no doubt we're on the road to $10 a day uh, child care by 2025? 
there's there's no doubt that we're on on the road. I mean, there's 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 still a lot of details uh, to be worked out. We're going to be watching very very closely how the rollout of uh, the affordable fees uh, takes place. Um, but I'll tell you, one of the the big challenges that we're worried about is that you know you bring down the fees for licensed childcare. That means a lot more families are going to want to get it. And right now we have a problem of supply. And so we need to expand the system fairly quickly so that more families can can benefit from this this enormous change that is taking place. And unfortunately, that is not going to be easy. Bringing down the fees is actually going to be uh, easier for governments than increasing the number of spaces. And the main obstacle in the way of increasing the number of licensed spaces right now is that we have a huge shortage of qualified early childhood educators. We're having a real problem retaining uh, those who are qualified, who work in the sector, and recruiting others. And that's because the wages continue to be so abysmally low and the working conditions so difficult. Well, you bring up a number of issues there, and affordability is uh, certainly one and a key one that sounds like it is finally being addressed. But with that affordability, then comes access. And can you give us a bit of a, a snapshot as to where we are right now in the province when it comes to uh, child care? How many uh, daycares, uh, how many spots are uh, open right now, and where do we need to go? Where do we need to be by uh, 2025 when we see $10 a day daycare? Well, one of the big problems we have is that we don't have really good, up-to-date, reliable data to answer that question. And uh, we're really glad, by the way, that the funding agreements between the federal and provincial governments will require better collection of data and sharing of data. But we know from a 2019 a report of early childhood on early childhood education. Um, there, there are only there are less than thirty percent of children in the zero to five uh, age age group who have a- access to licensed childcare centers, spaces, and centers. Um, we don't know exactly how many of the zero to five have access to licensed home based care, um, but for center, there's a huge gap between the number of children uh, that you know could have access if if the spaces were available a big gap and that has and that gap has to be eliminated and can you also give us a bit of a snapshot when it comes to the other issue you raised there which is daycare workers and uh, wages uh, where are we at right now and do we know where we should be or need to be when it comes to really uh, attracting a uh, qualified uh, workforce and enough of a workforce Yes. Well, when the uh, Ontario government announced uh, the signing of its agreement with the federal government, um, the government said that it would be taking some steps to address the low wages. Um, But by its own admission, uh, the government's wage announcement, which was to establish a higher wage floor for qualified early childhood educators and also for supervisors was really is really going to only benefit less than a quarter per, quarter of 25% of the of the workforce and so what they're doing is for for this year they want to put in place a wage floor of $18 an hour and that that wage floor will go up by $1 a, uh, an hour until uh, until it reaches $25 an hour but that is incredibly low wages still, especially when you think about the very high rate of inflation um, that we are experiencing right now in Ontario and elsewhere. 
So what we would like to see is a minimum wage floor of at least $30 for qualified early childhood educators. And that, unless we bring it up, the wage floor to that amount, unless early childhood educators are paid properly and in accordance with their qualifications and the difficult work that is involved, we're not going to be able to retain uh, those who are qualified. And, you know, we're seeing rooms close and, and some centers actually having to close down because they just can't get qualified staff to be able to keep the programs open. So at a time when we look at uh, dropping the price of uh, child care and looking to uh, pay more to uh, child care workers and the need to build more uh, daycares, have more spots open and available, you know, what kind of commitment is this going to take from government, do we believe, Morna? Well, it's going to take persistence and it's going to require, at least in the part of the provinces, to put together a serious strategy for expanding the number of licensed uh, child care programs and uh, putting in place new systems uh, or ch- making the kinds of system change that, um, that is promised requires intense and concerted efforts. So one of the things we need is for the government of Ontario to stick with it. We also need the government of Ontario to put more of its own money into building the system. Right now it's relying solely on the federal funds to be able to make the changes which are proving to be so popular. So we need the provinces to step up more. And we need the provinces to work very closely with those who work in the sector to identify and put together a serious workforce strategy, a strategy that will aim to put in place the kinds of working conditions that are needed so that people come into the sector and stay in the sector. That's what's really important, that they also stay in the sector. And of course, uh, this is just so important, so vital, affordable, accessible uh, childcare uh, when it comes to uh, Canadian families and the Canadian economy. Morna, really appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for this, and we will talk again. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You bet. Morna Ballantyne is the Executive Director of Child Care Now, and we're back after break here in the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.